The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We did have that warning uh, from the chief medical officer a little bit earlier on, talking about. Uh, an unfortunate situation where we have a number of respiratory illnesses floating around at the same time. Uh, COVID is back. Uh, you've got RSV, you've got colds and you've got flu out there at the moment. And the CMO, uh, Professor Breda Smith, saying Ireland is in the eye of a respiratory virus storm. Um, doctors are dealing with this very much at the front line and two of them are about to speak to me now. Dr. Maura Finn, first of all, GP uh, at Ennis Centric Health. Good afternoon to you, uh, Amora. Good afternoon, Johnson. How are you? I'm very well, thankfully. Um, how are your patients? Are you seeing a lot of people presenting with the same type of illness? Yeah, we have the you know the predictable natural seasonal rise of respiratory viruses that always happens. This is very predictable. And um, however, it seems to be a little worse than normal. It seems to be a little earlier than normal. And then we have COVID on top of it as well. So. Yeah. Um, now, most people are presenting with very similar symptoms, you know, and, and a virus can present from anything from a slight inconvenience and a snuffle to a very complicated illness. And some people, particularly the vulnerable, are very old or very, very young. Um, so we are, we're seeing a lot of people, we're actually kind of talking to a lot of them over the phone. We don't want to always see them in the surgery if we can manage it that way. Um, um, most people, thankfully, have learned through the pandemic how to manage viral illnesses with kind of supportive care, rest, fluids, paracetamol, and very often they can actually manage their symptoms at home and don't need to come into us or worse again, go into the hospital situation. So, yeah, it, it's busy, but like I say, it's predictable. We, we always mm. do expect to have a very busy time around Christmas time. When should people ring the doctor? At what point does it get there? Because uh, everybody's threshold, if I could put it that way, is different. Yeah, there, yeah, it is, of course. Um, I suppose it depends on their age and the, the, the underlying factors. So for young children in particular, you know, we've been talking a lot about RSV recently, which is one of the big seasonal viruses. And with young children, if they're less than three months or less than six months of age, if they have anything more than a snuffle, if they have a temperature and a cough that seems to be um, uh, causing them a little bit of distress or they're having trouble feeding, definitely it's a time to get in touch with a doctor. For older people, if their cough is very productive, if they're having difficulty catching their breath, if their respiratory rate is going up, if there's a temperature that they can't manage, if they're feeling very weak, that's a, a, a time to get in touch. Sometimes people will have viral uh, illnesses that will be prolonged and may even get a secondary bacterial infection on top of it as well. So if you have been kind of managing fine for a few days and then suddenly get a lot worse, again, that's a time to get in touch. But most viruses actually are self-limiting. They will actually, you will recover in your own time with the usual supportive treatment. There's only a small fraction that actually need any real intervention from either primary care or hospital care. Mm. Um, and of course, when people get sick uh, over Christmas, uh, the GP practice isn't what they would have at the rest of the year. They have to rely on out-of-hours services and they, 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 they might leave it a little bit longer to, to get intervention. What's your advice to people who might fall ill over the next couple of days? Well, that's true. But actually, what we tend to see actually is um, 
before Christmas. This week is possibly the busiest week in primary care because people don't tolerate the idea of sickness, not to mind actually being sick. So We've no time to be sick at this, yeah, we can't be sick at this time of year, of all things. This is the thing, you know, and you can't, you certainly don't want your children sick and, you know, there's the whole Santa thing and so we do often see a lot of well children this time of year with the, you know, and, and I can understand parental concern and always if a parent is concerned, it's better and we're always happy to check. Um, however, it, you know, it, 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 the out-of-hour services are exceptionally good, but they are completely pushed to their limit from the point of view of um, the numbers of people that will be accessing their their help over the any time weekends or any evenings but the Christmas time is a particularly busy time but we only close for the bank holidays so just that people should remember that too so um, you know there is there will be a lot of kind of traditional services available as well and um, lab services and things like that tend to be curtailed over the Christmas period but emergency care care for acute illnesses we're there we will be there Okay, and well, the other point of call if people uh, feel particularly unwell is their emergency department. Mick Malloy is a consultant in emergency medicine. Good evening, Mick. Good evening, Jonathan. Also a member of the IMO Consultant Committee. How worried are you about hospitals' ability to cope? GPs are busy working hard and and dealing with those who are less unwell, but uh, conditions in our hospitals seem to be getting progressively worse, particularly in the ED. Yes, and, and that's, a, <clears throat> that's a reflection on the, the hospital capacity, which has been um, a challenge for over 40 years, uh, particularly so in the last 20 years, and the government themselves have recommended that, publishing, or recognised that, publishing reports suggesting there should be increased hospital capacity. But it's worrying for us that that capacity has not come to place yet, and the population has gone up by over a million in the last 20 years, and we are really struggling from a hospital side balancing elective versus emergency care. What's more concerning for me is the next weekend and uh, two bank holidays that follow it, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So that's going to be a particularly challenging time in in all our hospitals and with curtailed lab services in hospitals over the weekends. Um, it makes it difficult to te- to accommodate the group of patients you were talking about that the, the chief medical officer issued a concern about uh, an alert about today. The respiratory illnesses. Mick, we we were told there's a twin demic coming. We're going to be hit with COVID. We're going to be hit with flu at the same time. There's going to be other respiratory illnesses. Surely the prep work was done in anticipation of that. Despite what the media would tell you, Jonathan, the COVID never went away. So we've had to have our guard up for COVID since March 2020. And in the hospitals, we've had to deal with everybody coming in with a respiratory illness or temperature as if they potentially have COVID. The difficulty is... um, to determine that the patient hasn't had COVID requires a PCR test in the hospital and not every hospital has a lab that does PCR tests 24 hours a day. In fact, in some hospitals, those tests have to be sent externally to another larger regional laboratory, which is a significant delay for the patient, but also for the emergency department because that patient can't be admitted into a ward until they've got a negative test, which then leads to cohorting of those patients in emergency with extreme pressure on bed capacity, that's a that's a big challenge for us. Uh, over Christmas, um, how worried are you that the ED will become the last port of call and in many cases the only port of call for people who can't get through to the out-of-hours, who can't get through to the GP and they're just going to rock up at the ED? 
I think at this time of year, um, we have a lot of people who, it's, it's kind of a difficult way to put this, but they're not where they normally are. So you have people who either go back to family homes for Christmas who don't have a traditional relationship with a GP there, don't have access to a GP practice there, people who are on holidays around the country and don't have access. And that does lead to increased demand in emergency departments. All I would say is everybody who turns up to an emergency department will get seen. But unfortunately, we have to treat the sickest first, which can mean the less sick can wait a long time. Um, we don't have a way around that with the capacity constraints we have and with the, the limits placed on managing patients with COVID, trying to maintain social distancing. So I would urge people to, to bear with us. If you come to a hospital, you will be seen, but sometimes you will have a wait if your condition is not as serious as many of the other people who are there with you. Finally, Morafin, if I can go back to you, I did mention a little bit earlier uh, that there was a bit of deja vu about this, that uh, last time in the run-up to Christmas, in the days up to Christmas in particular, we were seeing COVID cases increase. It was a different scenario. Uh, we didn't know what we were dealing with. Vaccination was at a different stage as well. Um, it isn't the same. Uh, it is busy. Uh, people are sick, but like there's there's no mad need to rush out and cancel things. Just maybe take a little bit of extra caution if you're out mingling. Is that the, is that the guide? I think so. And I think um, the CMO was very clear about that today, that, you know, we all have certain social and personal responsibility about this. If you're sick, you stay at home. You know, that I know there was the very strict guidelines and it was almost mandatory that you'd stay at home but in, in the middle of the pandemic. But it, that advice still holds for any respiratory illness. And if it is something that's respiratory and droplet spread, it can be spread to anybody. You have to do the hand washing and cough etiquette, stay at home if you're sick, stay away from vulnerable people if you have any chance of being ill. And I suppose, again, some people are wearing masks and and it's been recommended on public transport. And we obviously, and I presume Nick is the same, you know, in in our work setting, we wear masks all the time, all day, every day. Um, So, you know, I, I think... We have to live with COVID now. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not an immunologist, but I do think that this is something that we are going to be um, dealing with for the near future and the far future, maybe, and that it may become seasonal like flu, partly because of the kind of cold weather activities. People are indoors more and everything. So I presume this is what we will be doing for the next few winters. We'll be dealing with our usual respiratory viruses, flu, and COVID as well. And we will be trying to have a kind of a vaccine uptake every year to tackle this because these are, that's one of the few things we can do um, as a preventative measure. OK, we'll leave it there for now. Dr. Maura Finn, GP at Ennis Centric Health and Mick Malloy, Consultant in Emergency Medicine and member of the IMO Consultant Committee. Thank you very much for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.